Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Having It All podcast the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the podcast. It's your boy, Matthew Bivens, also your Balanced Lifestyle Coach, and I am so happy that you chose to hang out with me today as we keep doing what we do every week on this show, which is talk about having it all, A-L-L, abundant, loving life. Yeah, that is available and accessible to you, to me, to every single person. We can all live an abundant, loving life, and we're going to keep exploring that conversation today. In our conversation today, we're going to be getting into the necessary requirements for you to live your authentic life. And I'm going to be breaking down exactly what you need to know and how you need to be using this knowledge in order for you to feel deeply in your heart and soul that you are living and being authentic. This is about being real. This is about being your truest self. And if you aren't doing these things I'm going to lay out, I guarantee you, you just won't feel authentic. And it's going to show up in your life in a lot of different ways. So I'm going to break down a process. This is one that you might want to listen to several times, maybe even take notes because I'm going to be breaking down some stuff for you today and you're going to be able to walk away with some very, very tangible things to do. All right. Before we get into that, I do have to share some magic because this has been a magical week in a lot of ways, but it's also been a week where I had to be very intentional about seeing the magic and what's been going on. So, my magic is is really in just in the way that I have shown up uh, through a difficult week. It was a very difficult, at least seven days, probably longer, uh, very difficult for me emotionally and for, for two big reasons. First being that a very close family member of mine uh, is currently working on healing from COVID-19. So they're in the hospital and they've been there for a little while and, you know, they're they're healing they're going through that process and that process has doesn't always doesn't always move linearly in one direction it's like two steps forward three steps back half step forward you know one step back and that's kind of what it's been like for them and that has been difficult in a number of different ways uh for me you know just being real it's been tough and the magic for me is first of all 
being able to be grateful for a lot of things in the midst of a pretty crummy situation. Um, I've been grateful that I've been able to speak with this person, that uh, they haven't been on the ventilator, you know, that I can actually get on the phone and talk to them. I'm very, very grateful for that because I know a lot of folks who are going through this healing with COVID, you know, they're on ventilators and they're just not able to, to, to talk. So I can have conversations with them. So I'm grateful about that. I'm grateful for the people who are coming together for the, the goal of healing and, and helping them get out of the hospital and go home. There's a lot of people um, on the outside and on the inside who are all working together. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And I'm grateful for this opportunity to look at health. You know, I'm definitely somebody um, who, who prioritizes and values health. It's one of my top three values. And this situation gives me an opportunity to look at health in, from a different perspective. So, you know, it's been challenging. It's been very challenging to, to get to a space where I can be grateful and I can see magic in this because so many parts of me want to be like, nah, it's not magical. I mean, family members going through something really tough and their life is online and, you know, like it's real. You know what I mean? And so the ebbs and flows I've experienced this weekend have been have been real. Uh, I've had moments where, you know, it just broke down, very emotional. Um, this is actually magic within magic because uh, one evening when I was feeling pretty heavy with all this stuff, I, I created the space for myself to feel and just to like let it out. And what that looked like for me was, you know, when, when my house was asleep, when uh, wife and daughter had gone to bed, I just went into my office and I played music. And music has always been something that I could turn to when feeling emotionally heavy. And I would just, I just played some music and it was so fascinating how a certain lyric would come or a certain melody and it would just open up those floodgates and the tears would flow. And so I created the space for myself to just let it out, you know, just let it out. Like I, I can, when, when stuff goes down and stuff gets real, I can get into a mode where I'm about handling business. Like, okay, cool. This is what's going down. So-and-so's in the hospital. All right. Who do we need to call? Who do I got to get on the phone with? What kind of plans do I need to make? Who do I need to communicate with? And I can get into that mode very easily. And I operate well in that mode. Like I, I handle myself very well under pressure and under stress. And I do recognize that when things are sort of calmed down or when things are stable, I need to decompress. And so creating that space for myself to decompress was huge. And that's, that's magic within this bigger magic. So that's been, that's been beautiful. And, you know, just continuing to show up and do what I need to do for myself to, to be able to operate and function as best as I can while this is going on, you know, because it's ongoing. I'm sharing with you guys some stuff in real time. This is ongoing. And um, so that's, that's been magic to be able to take a step back and ask myself, all right, man, what do you need? Like, what do you need right now emotionally? You need to take a break? All right, go outside. Let's just meditate. Let's just sit and do nothing. You need, you need to be uplifted? Cool. Why don't you throw something fun on, on TV, watch something, get a good laugh. You need something else? All right, go take it. And doing that for myself has been extraordinary. And um, I'm very happy about that. And 
I've also, when I look back, I've, I've been happy about me reaching out for help because I've done that too. Um, I've reached out and had conversations with Sarah, you know, sharing things with her, sharing what's on my mind, sharing what's on my spirit, asking for feedback. You know, I've, I've utilized her and she's been a rock star. I've also reached out to other people, other folks in my support circle, um, just for advice, for, for an ear to listen to. And that for me has been big because, you know, many years ago, I wouldn't have done that. I would have just stuffed everything inside, dealt with it all myself. So I feel inspired by how I've been showing up in the face of this circumstance. And this hasn't been the only circumstance that's been weighing heavy on me. You know, the, the things that are happening in our country, the, the, the racial tension and all of that has been weighing very heavily on me as well. And, you know, I had some very visceral reactions to, to what went down. And there's, that is a, is a whole bag of stuff, right? I mean, we're talking hundreds of years of things going on in this country that, you know, end up boiling over um, in what's gone down over the past couple of weeks. And so similar to how I've been handling a family member with COVID, you know, I've been allowing myself to feel when I need to feel. When I need to feel angry, I've been allowing myself to feel angry. When I need to feel, you know, like frustrated and, and, and sad for parties involved, like I let myself go there. Um, I've been having really powerful, honest, vulnerable conversations with a lot of different people, which has been great, really wanting to understand where other people are at in this situation and in this climate. And what's been really fascinating has been having some really raw conversations with Sarah, you know, because we come from different backgrounds. We, we, we experienced different things. And, and so to talk to her and see how she is experiencing all this stuff going on in the country has been very eye-opening for me. And then for me to share some experiences with her that she, she knew about, but maybe she didn't know, you know, how it impacted me, like experiences that I've had with police and, and things like that. So stepping into some, some real conversations um, has been very magical. And, and yeah, I want to continue doing that. And I've had really amazing conversations with, with friends and just a lot of people because everybody is feeling something about this. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus like no matter who you are what you've experienced you've got some opinions some feelings about this and so i think it's really great to be able to sit down and muster up the courage to to ask some real questions have some real conversations get uncomfortable 
I don't know what the solution is, the, the big broad level solution, but I definitely know that one of the ingredients is the, the willingness to be uncomfortable and to be real and to not shy away from things and to talk about what needs to be talked about and to have the courage to go within yourself. You know, that's one of the things that I've been doing, like exploring within myself. What beliefs do I hold that maybe don't serve me or that maybe color my, my lens of the world in a particular way? You know, how do I create separation between myself and other people, my neighbors, you know, other, other groups? Like how, how do I create barriers and how am I creating division? You know, what role am I playing in all of this? And I got to say, the, I believe that self-work is needed across the board here. And everybody has opportunity to explore and look at themselves, truly, deeply look at themselves and, and see where their opportunities are, where your opportunities are for healing, for, for shifting your perspective, for adopting different, more, more powerful beliefs, more effective beliefs. And so that's one of the things that I'm very committed to doing for myself. And I stand by that, stand by the self-work that I have been doing, that I continue to do. I stand by going deeper and really examining. And I love holding space for others to do that same thing. Holding space to be there, to ask those tough questions and have those challenging conversations and, you know, really get vulnerable and get real. So, like I said, I don't know what the solution is here. I know there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of pain, you know, there's a lot of feelings, and it's, I believe it's a multifaceted solution. I think it's going to happen across a lot of different areas, you know, institutionally looking at systems and how things are set up a certain way, and then looking also individually, looking at the individual person and examining self. So this has been a heavy week, a heavy, heavy one to two weeks. Um, but you know, even with all of that, there is this part of me that, that says, yeah, this is what I've trained for. You know, like this is, this is why I do the work I do to handle stress powerfully, to be able to find joy and peace in the face of, you know, crummy circumstances. That's why I sit in squat holds, for example, sit in those squat holds to feel the burn to feel that circumstance that makes you want to jump out of your skin, but then to be able to find peace in it and to be able to appreciate it because it's, that's a microcosm. That's just, that's life. You know what I mean? Like right now we are in a, a big old squat hold <laughs> as Americans, as people, it's like everybody's being stressed. Everybody's being stressed right now. And so this is a really beautiful opportunity to see how you relate to and how you handle stress. So my magic has just been how I've related to the stress, how I've handled the stress, how I've utilized my tools, leaned on my support group, and just continue to show up. And, and also continue to be gentle with myself, compassionate with myself, give myself grace, give myself space, and, and all of that. That's my magic. Whew. That's a lot. I feel like I could end the episode right now, but uh, I won't. Because what I'm talking about today in living your authentic life, like there's parts of this that are that that apply to how we show up in the face of of stress and circumstance. So okay. 
magic complete. If you feel inspired, do some self-reflection. Identify how you have influenced self, others, or life in an empowering way recently because it helps connect you with your personal power. It helps you realize that, wow, you know what? I am co-creating this whole thing. I do have a say over my experience and how I relate to things. And that's what happens when we take a step back and just reflect, look back like, oh, wow, I really showed up powerfully. Or, wow, look what I created. Or, oh, my gosh, look how I influenced that person to do something amazing. So do that. And then let's jump into the episode. I'm feeling ready to get into this thing because I know that you're ready to live more authentically. And what does that even mean, by the way? Like, What does it mean to live an authentic life? For me, it just means being real. It means that you are able to honor those feelings that, that come from your heart. That means that when your intuition says something or points you in a direction, like you show up and you honor it and, and you don't put it aside. You don't act out of consideration. You just are straight up with it. You're authentic with it. And when you look at yourself and you look at really what you want to experience in life, the things that you want to do, the things that you want to say, or how you want to express yourself, you can just check off those boxes and nod your head like, yep, 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 okay, I'm being who I want to be. It's about being the real you. And you can ask yourself, right? Like, man, how, how well do I know the real me? Do I even know what it really means, like the real me is? Do I know what that is? Do I know what it means for me to be authentic? And if I do, how frequently am I actually being authentic? Am I being authentic across the board? Or are there certain places where, you know, I put on a mask or I put on a front or I say or do things because I want to create a certain reaction or response in somebody else? Or maybe I say and do things because they want me to. Because all those things are, are, that's not being authentic. You know, there are different modes we can go into, right? There's, there might be a work mode or family mode and all that. However, there's an undercurrent of authenticity that flows through it. And you feel it when you're not, when you aren't being authentic. You feel it when you aren't being the person that you know you could be. And that's what we're talking about today. And so the way that I'm going to help you to get into your authentic self today is by talking about your values. That is the first place you start when it comes to living an authentic life. It's about knowing your values because your values create and are a part of your belief system. And that's the lens through which you see the world. And the way that you see the world then impacts how you behave in that world. It impacts what you say, it impacts what you think, it impacts what you do. All those things go back to our values. And it's really tough to know who you are and to know what it means to be authentically you if you do not know what your values are. I'll say that again. How can you know who you are if you don't know what you value? So by the end of this conversation today, you're going to have a process that's going to help you to identify what it is that you really value, what's really important to you, so that you can understand in a deeper level who it is that you are, 
what it means to be authentically you. And then you're going to be armed to go out there and be that person. And I'm going to give you some, some tips and tricks about how to do that. So what's cool is everything I'm sharing with you in this conversation from here on out um, is actually part of my course, the Having It All Blueprint. So the course itself has five different sections and values is one of the sections. And it's the longest section in the entire course. Um, I've got, I don't even know how many videos, six, seven, eight videos, uh, about a 20-something page worksheet that takes you through all this. So I'm not going to go into that level of depth here on this podcast, but you will be able to walk away with something awesome that you can really apply. And if you want to go deeper, if you want to really get into the blueprint to having it all, which includes values and a number of really other, other awesome things that, you know, help you to show up powerfully, show up with confidence, live authentically, you know, attract an amazing partner, right? All of those awesome things. Then the blueprint's there for you. And you can go to my website, matthewbivens.com. I have a store. You can click on this little store tab. It'll take you there and you can look at the, the blueprint in there. Um, or you can just go to matthewbivens.com slash blueprint. Okay. So I'm going to be dropping a number of steps, laying out a number of steps that are going to help you arrive at your top values. And these are things that you know about yourself. Like you, I, I know that you have a, at least a vague idea as to what you value. So I want you to think of this as a process of self-rediscovery, right? These might be, might be things that are very true for you and maybe at one point in your life, you were living really tight according to your values and what was important to you. And maybe for whatever reason, you started to deviate from that. And so this process that we're going to go through now is about rediscovering. And everything I'm going to share is going to give you an opportunity to reflect, to pause and to think about yourself and to identify and understand who you really are and what really, really matters to you. So this is about knowing your truth, understanding what that is, and going out there and being it. So we want to get to your top three values. Three. That's what we want to arrive at. That's where we're going to end today. Three values. So step one is to make a list. Make a big list of values. And go from like seven to five. That's big for right now. Seven to five values. I don't want you to get too, too much bigger than that because I'm going to have you trim them down. So if you, if you start off with about seven or five, it's going to make it easier for you to trim down to your top three. And values are, you know, a lot of times they're just, they're different words or phrases that, again, that are, that are most important to you. And they are unique. Every person has different things they value. And the same value can mean something completely different person to person. For example, one of my values is health. Health to me might be very different from another person who highly values health. And that's based off of their experiences, their beliefs, how they look at the world, right? So I could value health and they could value health, but it could be two totally different definitions of health. So when, we're, when you're wanting to come up with your list, if you're having trouble kind of figuring out, you know, what, what, are, what are my actual values? Go to Google, type in, big list of values. And in some of those top search results, there's a few blog articles out there that you can click on and they just give you like 200 different 
potential values. All right, and you'll just click on that, that article, open it up, and you'll just see a huge list. And it'll say, you know, abundance, wealth, health, love, family, integrity, honesty, you know, courage, all those different things, all those different words, those are values. So to make your list of five to seven, go to Google, type in big list of values, and go through the list, and you might write down more than five or seven, but kind of go through the list once, see what really, really speaks to you, what really is starting to resonate, like it, it'll jump off the page, and then get that down to your top five. Let's just break it down into five, all right? That's step one, is to come up with the five values that you feel are most important to you right now. And here's a tip for you as you're working on figuring out what those five to seven values are. You can ask yourself, what is it that really makes me upset? Like what ticks you off? What just sets you off? Because those things that make us upset, a lot of times they do so because they're violating one of our values, right? Like if a person is, is lying and just lying sets you off. It just really gets under your skin. Well, that might be because honesty or, or integrity or trustworthiness might be one of your top values. And every single time you lie or another person lies, it just goes right in the face of that top value of yours. So ask yourself, like, what makes me upset? What really, really sets me off? And see if you can't follow that, that thread back to the value that isn't being upheld. And remember, it's not always somebody else that isn't upholding the value, right? Sometimes it's you, and you are the one who's, who's standing and making sure that that value of yours is being honored. And so this can be a really, really great way to figure out not just what some of your values are, but what your top values are. Step number two, we want to then script those values. Now, scripting is about writing down what has to happen in order for you to feel that value. Because again, what has to happen in order for me to feel health is going to be different than what has to happen in order for you to feel health. And, you know, the value is something that you want to be able to feel. Ultimately, when we get down to our top three, I'm going to ask you or I'm going to recommend that you go out and you do what's called activating them. So in order to activate them, you got to know what has to happen in your life in order for you to feel one of your particular values. Now, there's a couple tips here as you're writing these things down. I want you to, to write down three things for each one of your values. So if your value is health, you're going to have three little bullet points underneath that says, in order for me to feel health, blank blank, blank, right? So there's a couple of things I want you to keep in mind when you're writing this stuff down. First of all, keep it about you. Make sure that whatever has to happen in order for you to feel your value is something that you have control over. Here's an example. Let's say that one of your values is love. If you say, in order for me to feel love, my partner must tell me I love you, right? That's pretty common. I need to hear I love you from somebody in order for me to feel love. While that makes logical sense, what that does is it sets you up for attachment, potential frustration, because that means that in order for you to feel love, 
you have to wait for another person to tell you I love you. So let's just use like, let's say, you know, with my wife, Sarah, if that's how I felt love, then if I want to feel love in this moment, I need to go over to her and say, hey, babe, will you tell me that, uh, that you love me? Or I have to wait until she feels inspired to tell me that she loves me. Or maybe I can do things for her. Like, okay, well, I know Sarah enjoys having her back rubbed. So let me go rub her back right now. Okay, and I'm like rubbing her back, waiting for her to say, I love you, so that I can feel the value of love that I want to feel. That's the danger when you don't keep it about you. So when you're writing your values and you're writing and you're scripting them out, make sure that you are the one who can create that feeling for yourself. So instead of saying, I feel love when somebody else tells me I love you, you could say, I feel love when I do something loving for myself. You see the difference? Because now I can control that. It's like, all right, I feel love when I love on myself. Okay, well, that can look like a lot of things. That can look like taking a break when I'm feeling stressed out. That can look like taking myself to Target and buying myself something nice. That could look like a whole lot of different things, right? So make sure when you're writing, when you're scripting these values and you're writing these three things that you keep it about you. Also, second tip is keep it positive. Keep it in the affirmative. So let's go back to the value of health. You could write, I feel health when I don't feel lazy. Right? Or I feel health when I'm not sick. Okay, I got it. And <laughs> let's flip that and keep it in the affirmative. So you could say, I feel health when my body is feeling strong. I feel health when I'm intentionally moving and exercising my body. Right? Let's keep it in the affirmative because that's just the energy you're putting out there. And the universe doesn't know not. The universe is abundant, right? So if you're putting out the energy of there is uh, of I feel health when I'm not feeling lazy, I mean, the word lazy is right in there. That's something you're going to end up focusing on subconsciously and creating it for yourself. So keep it in the affirmative. Make sure that it's about you as you are scripting your values. So at this point, step number two, you've got your five values. And now for each one of those five, you're going to list out three things that have to happen in order for you to feel that value. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Step number three. It's time for us to trim and get ourselves down to our list of three. And this tends to be challenging. This tends to be challenging because you might be thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, I, I really 
value these things. Like these, these things are important to me. How can I get rid of them? I can't just, you know, I can't just take them off the list because that must mean that it's not important. That's not true. What we're trying to get to right now is your top three values. The three that are most important to you. That does not mean number four, five, six, or seven are not important. It simply means they didn't make the top of your list. So we want to keep this succinct. And to do that, we got to do this fine-tuning. So you can do a couple, you can approach this in a couple of ways. The first is to group some values together. So you might have a couple of values, one or you might have two values that are similar, and there might be some overlap in them for you. Let's say, for example, one of your values was courage, and let's say another value was strength. When you write out what has to happen in order for you to feel courage and what has to happen for you in order for you to feel strength, you might find that, you know what, there's a little bit of overlap for me. Like, there is some distinction, but there's also a bit of overlap. So in that case, you might be able to combine them. So you might be able to say, you know what, I actually feel strong when I'm courageous, and so I'm going to go ahead and combine these two together, and I'm going to put them under the value heading of courage. But you know for yourself that strength is also nestled in there for you. That's one way to approach getting your list down to three, is to group similar values together. Another way to do it is simply to trim them, to take them off the list. And again, you might come to a point where you're looking at a couple values and saying like, should I choose this one? Should I choose that one? And you just feel like you're having a hard time picking. Guess what? That's good. <laughs> it means those things are important to you. And, you know, life is going to eventually put you in a scenario where you're going to have to pick. Absolutely. Let's give a real life example right now. Individuals who are out there protesting with masks on. So the mask tells you that somewhere they value health, right? They're like, okay, my health is important. I'm going to wear a mask. Yet, me speaking my voice and standing up for what's right, maybe justice is also important to them. So they've got two values that are right now being pitted against each other, health and justice. And so you know there are some people who felt strongly about the justice, but health was stronger for them, so they decided to stay home and support the cause in another way. But then you've got the folks out there who are like, nah, justice is higher for me on my list, so I'm going to go out there and I'm going to risk my health. This is how life creates opportunities for us to select what value is most important. And it happens all the time. And so if you know what's already most important, it makes that decision a little bit more clear. It doesn't necessarily make it easy to decide, but it makes it more clear. So when you are trimming and getting down to your three values, what you can do is take each value and sort of pit them against each other, right? You can say, all right, I know that love is one of my values and health. If I'm in a situation where I have to choose between love and health, what am I going to choose? And you see which one wins out. Okay, this one won out. Love won out, for example. Now let's grab the next one. Love and justice. I'm going to put those two together. Love and justice. Which one am I going to pick? And that's how you can figure out not just what are in your, your top three, but we're going to take it to the next step. Step four is the prioritization. And that's the process of figuring out which one is at the top. And so it's tough. It's tough. But again, life will create those scenarios and those situations 
where you're going to have to choose. And it happens a lot. And when you aren't sure and you haven't done work like this, it can create a lot of frustration and it can have you freeze. You know, like you'd be in a situation where you need to choose something, but you just feel frozen and you feel powerless and helpless and you don't want to make the decision. Well, part of that is because you haven't done the work to really understand what's most important to you and to think about them in order. And so we're doing the hard work now in this process so that when you're out there in life and life serves you up something, it's not as difficult. Like I said, it'll be a little bit more clear. So I kind of jumped into two steps in one, but once you've gotten your three, you've trimmed it down to three, step four is to prioritize them, to look at them you know, one by one, take this value versus that value, this value versus that value, this value versus that value, and see what the order is for you because I want you to rank them in the priority order. So by the end of this step, you're going to have your three values in the order in which they are most important to you. My value number one is boom. Value number two is boom. Value number three is boom. So you know at the end of the day, if it comes down to it, you know exactly what you're going to choose because that's your top value. And that's what you want to have by the end of this step. The fifth and final step to me is the most important, and this is the one that will allow you to feel and know that you are living your authentic life. And this is the step of activation. Because in order to truly live an authentic life, you must behave and live according to your values. That's what it is. Because your values, again, are the things that you said are most important to you right now in your life. And so if these things are most important to you, but you aren't honoring them or, or you aren't living according to them or you aren't proactively activating them, then what's happening is the things that are most important to you aren't happening. And that has you feeling inauthentic. That leads to feeling unfulfilled. That leads to feeling as if there's a void or a gap or just, it's just not, things aren't syncing up because you said that was most important, and it's not happening in your life. So the way to remedy this is to activate your values, to live them in your everyday life. And so by now, you've got your top three values, and you've written out for each one of them what has to happen in order for you to feel that value. So right there, you have ways in which you can activate that value and feel it in your life. So here's what I want you to do. For the next three days, pick one value a day and make it a priority for you to activate it in your life. You've already written down in the scripting step what has to happen in order for you to feel that value. So all you need to do is select an action that you can perform during that day, which will activate that value in your life. And so you can go through all three of those. You know, Start today, pick a value for today, pick another one tomorrow, pick the third one the next day, and then repeat it. And continue that process. Continue it, do it day after day. Select a value, how am I gonna activate it? Select a value, how am I gonna activate it? and start doing that proactively until it becomes second nature. 
until it just becomes the way that you operate. That on a daily basis, you are making sure that the things are most important to you are being turned on, are being activated, or being acknowledged in some way. What happens as you do that is you start to feel more real. You start to feel better about how you're showing up in life because the stuff that's most important to you is being taken care of. It's being looked after. There's a really beautiful feeling of authenticity that comes as a result of knowing your values, being very clear as to what they mean for you, and being proactive in activating them in your life. That's just one of the end results is you feel authentic. Now, this does require action, and that's the point. Your authentic life, the feeling of living an authentic life, and quite frankly, the feeling of living an abundant loving life doesn't happen by taking a back seat, by being passive, by reacting. It happens when you get in the driver's seat of your life, you figure out the direction you want to go in, and you go and you activate it. That's how this stuff happens. And so what's, what's great is I just handed you a step-by-step process, but I can't do it for you. You know, as much as I might want to, I can't do it for you. I cannot activate your values for you. You've got to do that. And so if you were, if you were intrigued by the topic of this episode because you feel like you haven't been living an authentic life, then what you can do is just pause for a moment and imagine that feeling of waking up and flowing into authenticity, of going to bed, knowing that in the face of adversity and circumstance, you showed up powerfully and honored yourself. What would that feel like for you? What would that feel like if somebody asked you, how authentic do you feel you are day to day? And you said, extraordinarily authentic. (laughs) You said, I'm a 10 out of 10. With full conviction, without wavering. What would that feel like for you? Connect with that feeling and let that power you through the sometimes uncomfortable reality of activating those values. Because, yeah, it gets uncomfortable. And that's something that you can just expect, like plan on it happening. Because when you're in a situation and you need to choose to either honor your values or let go of them, sometimes honoring those values means doing or saying or being something that is a little bit uncomfortable. Because maybe another person doesn't want you to do or say that, right? Or maybe whatever the, whatever the situation is, that can be very uncomfortable. But remember, these values are the things that matter most to you. This is about you. It's not about them. And having, you know, I'm, I'm speaking from my personal experience of being a person that did not really know what I was about, did not know what I valued really did not feel authentic because so much of what I did was for the approval of other people, was because I felt that I was supposed to do that because of what I saw around me or what was was handed down to me by others, and that's what I did. And so, yeah, I wouldn't have answered that authenticity authenticity question, you know, in a a very powerful way back in the day because, no, I wasn't being authentic. I was wearing clothes because I felt like that would help me be accepted. 
right? I was doing different things because I thought that that's what other people wanted of me. Today, it's very different. And it all started with me going through the very same process that I just walked you through. And so I'm going to share with you my top three values right now. My top three values right now are, number one, integrity. Number two, health. Number three, love. Those are my top three right now. And so for me, I activate integrity whenever I, I do what I said I'm going to do. So I'll give you an example. Last week on my balance chart, I scored a 91%. I told myself, I made an agreement to myself that I'm 90% or higher. That's it. Bottom line, 90% or higher. So activating integrity is me hitting and exceeding that. Boom. I feel integrity. I activate health when I do something to, to take care of my body, my body vehicle. Right? Remember, the body vehicle has those five wheels, mental, spiritual, social, emotional, physical. Anytime I do something to take care of those wheels, I am activating health. So eating well, exercising, taking some time to meditate, going for a walk, all of that stuff activates health for me. I've already done some of that today. And my, th my third value is love, right? That's that, that, that deep, intimate connection with myself first and then with other people. And so one of the ways that I activate love is kind of in my, my magic that I shared, being compassionate with myself, recognizing when I'm being hard on myself and just relaxing, letting that, that go, taking some alone time when I need it, creating that space for me to feel the emotion when I, when, I, when I recognized that I needed to. That was me loving on myself. That was activating love. So this is how you go about really utilizing the tool of the personal values because it's a tool. But first, you got to understand what the tool is. You got to sharpen that tool and then you got to go out and use it. Otherwise, it just gathers rust. And you got a bunch of rusty tools in your tool belt. That's not what you want. So I'm very, very excited for you as you take this conversation and you go apply it. Like I said, this is one where you might want to listen to it several times or, you know, hopefully you took some notes or whatever you needed to do because I'm really serious. Things change in your life when you do the exercises that I shared with you. And if you do them or you want to take them to a deeper level, again, go check out the blueprint. It's there for you. You know, I, I, I really dig deep into this process of creating your values and it's some really beautiful stuff in there um, in the blueprint. So go check that out. And I would love for you to share your values with me. You know, I, I would love to hear what your top three values are and what they mean to you. So if you go through the process and you want to share those with me, shoot me an email, matthew at matthewbivens.com. You can also hit me up on Instagram at Matthew underscore Bivens. And let's all get clear as to what it means for us to be authentically us. Because that's what we're here to do. That's part of why we're all here is to be authentic. It's just live life according to, you know, what is real and true and, and, and feels powerful for us. So I'm here to support you in that. I'm here to continue supporting myself in that. And I'm grateful that you joined me on this conversation today. That's it. Go forth. Go be awesome. Go have an amazing day. 
My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.